not the best leader, the right leader. Clinton Jaws, guys. I gotta play a little of this. Have you seen Miley Cyrus sing this song? I know I can't, I can't play it. I can only, just a second of it. This is so good. Testing, testing is so good. Clinton Jaws, guys. Clinton Jaws. I can't hear myself at all, but Clinton Jaws. Um, there's a website out there, guys. It's called thegoldenbadge.com. If you're a retired member, if you're an auxiliary, or if you're a current member, you can get one of these. Spit an image. Spit an image. And this is what it looks like. Oh, I thought I had my wallet. I don't have my wallet. Hold on. This is what it looks like in your RCMP wallet. You know the old wallet that you still have, right? Your old police wallet? It fits right in there. This is my, this is, I bought this, uh, I shouldn't show that. I bought this wallet in depot. And yeah, there it is. Fits right in there. And I don't look like an idiot anymore. When I retired, I had to take that out. And well, it was empty. I didn't have anything in there. I look stupid. I wasn't important anymore. Now I'm important again. Okay, that's better. That's better. Yeah. Oh, there's another website out there called ClintonJaws.com. Go to it. You know what? Okay, I, I don't mean to rehash this, but I told the story last time. I told the story. I'm retired now. Okay. I'm retired. I don't want to get back into it. Watch the last video. But it's basically, I have a family. Okay. I wait at home. I wait for them to come home. That's, that's what I do. I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything because I've had conversations with friends and family. And they say, no, you can't go to Maui. Not that I want to go to Maui, but you can't go to Texas. You can't go do those things. Because if you do it, you're abandoning your family. So I had a conversation with this guy. Like, well, my friend. 
one of my, I, I got a couple of friends. He's a friend. And we, we, ha, we're, we're on the conversation and he goes, yeah, you're going to, you can't abandon your family. And I said, well, aren't I abandoning my family when I used to work 50 hours a week? Right. Isn't that abandoning them? And then, and I said, aren't you abandoning your family when you go to Alberta two weeks on one week off? Isn't that abandoning? And he goes, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what, man? Maybe, maybe the answer is you just go back to work. And I forgot to say that in my last video. That was his rebuttal. But I'm retired. So why would I go back to work? It's okay if I leave the family for work. That's why I'm going back on stage. No, I didn't say that out loud. Oh, and guess what? Guess what? Guess where the woman is? She's been there for a week, comes, comes back tomorrow. She's, in a, she's on a course in the Lower Mainland. Oh, yeah. Abandoning me. I mean, is that not abandonment? Why is that okay? How is that okay? I'm stuck babysitting. I'm doing nothing but women's work. I mean, people work. I'm doing everything. Making their meals, cooking dinners, breakfasts. Driving to school, pick them up at school. What gives her the right to take off? Obviously, she can. And everybody said, Ooh, are you going to be lonely? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the peace and quiet is going to be terrible. Are you drinking? Yeah, I miss that. I miss that. You're having another one? <laughs> So I bought myself a big beer tonight. Thank God she doesn't watch us. Toilet needs cleaning. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Not happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nobody. Nobody to piss all over me. That that was That didn't make... Well, I, why would I want her to piss on me? I'm stupid. Anyways, I guess that's my short story to op open up. Um, I don't know if I make sense to you guys. I don't know if you're on my side with this one. But I do get a caller that, you know, he had a couple ideas. And I'm going to play it later. And there's some pretty good ideas there. And I'm actually going to do exactly what he said, kind of. And this is, this is, this is not fun. Okay. Do you know how many, when I was a cop, do you know how many times my sense of humor got me in trouble? It got me in trouble all the time. And I mean all the time. I couldn't help myself. I said to one guy once, man, you're so gay, you don't even know it. He didn't like that, right? Then I told the girl that, hey, nice leg raises. He can't say that. That's a bad thing to say. I've said a lot of dumb things. I said a lot of dumb things. And this might have been dumb. People don't get my sense of humor. And you're not, I'm going to give you an example. You don't get it. I laugh at it. I laugh at my sense of humor. But it's probably not funny. We go to Port Hardy. 
Okay. We have a tournament in Port Hardy. We are on a thing called Team Snap. It's not Snapchat. It's Team Snap. And the whole team talks back and forth. They chatter. And one one girl goes on and goes, okay, guys, we're all going to, I don't know, what was that? Some bar. We're going to eat at a bar, but we have to pre-order all our food. You have to go into Team Snap and under your name, you have to enter the details. You have to enter what you're going to eat that night for your whole family. I'm like, pre-order food? I don't know what I'm going to feel like. I didn't for myself, but I did it for the kids. And I can't find it anywhere when you go into Team Snap. I have no idea where it is. This is a bit of the conversation, okay? Okay, all the women, they're, they're up in arms because they can't find how to add this. And so they're saying stuff like, might want to show how to add. Yeah, you might want to. You might want to show how to add the note. Some might not realize how it works. I tried it. It's not working. And then one girl goes, mine is all done. To add a note, just click on the game and click the little pencil. And I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny. Now Everybody's in. Everybody's in this. They're all talking about it. So I write, I'm looking for the little pencil. See, not funny to you, but hilarious to me. Clint, click on the date with the dinner buffet listed and click on what I circled, the little pencil. <clears throat> now, a couple of days have gone by. Well, actually a day, okay? It's night of the dinner. And I wrote, somebody wrote, good luck, team. Try your hardest and have fun. And I wrote, has anyone found the little pencil? <laughs> This is so dumb. <laughs> and they're like, that's where the little pencil is on mine. And then somebody wrote, sorry, Clint, now I see. Uh, now I see the little pencil. But they don't know I'm messing around with my stupid humor. I feel like I might get in trouble for this. But I don't, I don't care. Okay, I don't care. It's like 10 days later now. My kid misses the final practice of the season, okay? I guess they had a practice the other night. And a dad gets on there, and he's talking about the practice. And he's like, if practices are going to run like, like the one tonight with no respect for players, body checking, lumber chops for slashes, please let me know. Because this isn't okay. Someone is going to get hurt with this stupidity. And then he writes back again. So, please, please let me know, okay? If this is what joint hockey practices are going to be like so that I won't bring my kid to be turned into a pinata. And I'm like, whoa, oh my God. <laughs> and I kept on checking to see who's going to reply. Nobody replied to him. Nobody said anything back. So I wrote back, I found the little pencil. <laughs> oh, so stupid. And nobody wrote back to that. And I know it's not funny, but that's my humor. <laughs>
He thought everybody was going to be like, yeah, that's BS. Let's just take a call. No, I can't take a call. I got things to talk about. I got some things to talk about. There's a Mountie in Kelowna, okay? He's he's in court. He got charged, probably arrested. I don't even know. He's driving too fast. Dangerous driving or something. It went, it's, it went to court for it. It's in court. I think it's a Kelowna member. I don't know a whole lot about the story. But I got a little bit of a video to show you. This is why. There's a jury, guys. A Kelowna RCMP member. There's a jury. Kamloops. Okay, I was wrong. Kamloops. He's in front of a jury. Because Crown Counsel has charged him with dangerous driving. And I'm like, oh, dangerous driving? What are you talking about? This is what I'm thinking. I'm like, of course we drive dangerously. We have to. We're taught how to drive dangerously. I, I just don't understand why the court is treating police the same as civilians. You can't do that. But that's what they want to do. Sure as shit, that's what they want to do. You know what, Crown Counsel? You're really pissing me off. You're really pissing me off. And the, and, and the supervisors are pissing me off too with their stupid little comments. They make it almost... They don't even want you. Guys, the RCMP police vehicles don't have any insurance. How do you save money? They tell you not to pursue. Sometimes you pursue, though. Especially if the supervisor that's running the pursuit, overseeing the pursuit, allows you to pursue. And that's what happened. Allowed it. They called it off at one point. But, you know, it's hard to stop pursuing. Sometimes you just don't hear it. So this is why this, ki this kid got charged. This is why he's in court. It goes on forever. This, this idiot driving a stolen vehicle goes on forever. He is the dangerous dude. Okay, they're pursuing. Lights and siren. And you'll see it, a cop car pass another cop car. He's like, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. This guy is done. I'm getting him. So he, he, he goes around the other police vehicle. There he is. There's the truck. In court. In court, guys. Mental. Got the bad guy. Do you know how proud those members felt that night? Forgetting that guy that he drove forever. All around. Just about killing people. Just about killing people. He basically saves the day. And he's in court fighting to not go to jail. Now, again, I don't know a lot of details about this. But just think about the big picture. Think about how insane that is. Think about our world in Canada, how nutty that is. I'm going to read you a couple of things. The kid's name is Squire. That's his last name. December 8, 2018. The pursuit reached speeds of 140 kilometers. 
140 kilometers. Whoopee dick. I went 140 kilometers yesterday. Do you know how fast I used to go in my cop car? I don't even know. I just buried the needle. I don't even know what it goes up to. I probably shouldn't have said that. I probably shouldn't have said that. But do you know how good it felt? It was like an accomplishment. And I did it more than once. Don't do that, guys. Don't do that. I know some have. Don't do it. It's dumb. But I was bored. And when you go when you go that fast, <laughs> you know it was awesome. When you would show up to the call, right? And there's other cop cars there. And you would show up and you'd get out of your car. And you'd hear the car, the car because you're, you're, you buried the needle. It's dinging, dinging, ding, ding, ding. It is so hot. It's almost on fire. It's crackling. There is nothing better than a crackling cop car. There's nothing, that, that sound is ingrained in my mind. It'll never leave my mind. The crackling of a cop car. And then the other cops, they look at it, they hear it, and they know. And they're like, how fast did you just go? Because it is just like, yeah, I know you guys pay for those cars, but hey, we had to get, I had to get there fast. Speeds of 140? That's dangerous? Talk so stupid. So this kid, he does a pit maneuver. We're not trained to do pit maneuvers. Maybe he is. I don't know if he is. I've never been trained to do it. They don't train you to do a pit maneuver. Because they got no insurance on the cars. Which means they're going to get sued. And why do RCMP just get... Just get insurance for your cop cars, okay? So they this is the thing. They, they put police in a terrible position. You can't pursue unless it's death or grievous bodily harm. Stolen vehicles, you cannot pursue. Is that not death and grievous bodily harm, though? How this guy was driving in the town of Kamloops that night? I would say so. So that's probably why they did pursue. But they put us in such a tough position by saying, it's so, it is so wrong. The RCMP do not have your back, ever. Here, kid, hop in a cop car, don't pursue. Well, maybe you can a little bit here if you can do this and that. I mean, you know, the elements have to fit this... Uh, and then you, then somebody stands back, they look at it, and they go, well, that's an error of judgment. He knows RCMP policy, you can't pursue. I know I'm not explaining it right, but they're, it's so wishy-washy. A lot of those members feared death and grievous bodily harm that night. Feared that this guy was going to kill somebody. That's probably why he pursued, dummy. That's probably why he took the car out. Let's listen to some bosses here. Oh, look who we got here. A witness for the prosecutors, guys. What's his name? Sergeant Brian Merriman. He was critical of Squire's conduct during the pursuit. Oh, I guess he's retired. Mary Merriman was... The, oh, no, he's not. Mary Mann was a Mountie tasked with conducting an internal investigation into the incident. What'd he say? 
Pursuits are only authorized when immediate apprehension is required to prevent immediate harm. Uh, was there not immediate harm? Not in the case of stolen vehicles, like the truck squire ran off the road. Because I know he talks like that. Can you imagine? Could you imagine? A Mountie putting up his hand and says, I'll testify against that, that Mountie. Squire, Squire was not authorized to be speeding or driving aggressively while pursuing the truck because the chase itself was not allowed under RCMP policy. Pussies. That policy is pussies. That's what it is. And I don't know. It slightly breaks my heart to see that a kid has to go through this and, and to have a boss say that, that you know the other supervisor i heard it on the radio they asked him do you want me to continue with the pursuit and the other supervisor said yes i know it was probably called off but in your mind in the moment it's hard to do the rcmp are responsible for this this kid is not responsible for this it's the doings of the RCMP. It's their stupid ass policy. That's what it is. It's like telling somebody who's fighting for their life. Okay, I'm calling off the fight. Okay, sit down. You're not going to sit down. You're going to keep on fighting. They set you up for failure. And they don't practice it enough. If you're going to set them up for failure like that, you've got to practice this stuff. One time we practice it. It's not even really a practice, a depot. The very basis of this, do not chase stolen vehicles. Do not pursue, pursue vehicles. Really? Really? Never? Never? Even if that stolen vehicle is going down the wrong way in the lower mainland and is about to kill people, you don't pursue it? Stupid. It doesn't matter, man. The first thing to consider is, what's the offense? I get all that. I get what you're saying. A stolen vehicle? Stop the pursuit. It's that simple. I love this guy. His boss, Staff Sergeant Brandon Bolazuk. That's his last name there? What do you have to say? The RCMP policy make it very difficult for Mounties to catch vehicle thieves. He praised, come on. A staff sergeant praising? He praised Squire's actions in running the truck off the road using a police technique not taught to Mounties. Wow. Wow. That's heads up. I like that. Anyways, they're gonna they're going to find him guilty. Because that's what we do now. Okay? That's what we do now. You know, honestly, I used to get mad at my guys when they'd pursue. And I only did it because I, I didn't want this to happen. Because we got no backbone. They're going to get in trouble. They're set up to get in trouble. And I, the jury is, you should be ashamed of yourself if you convict this kid. They might have convicted him today. I don't even know. Or maybe tomorrow. I don't even know. Anyways, let's talk about this. Can we talk about this? 
Do you know what Trudeau said the other day? We're getting a new commissioner, guys. Guess who's picking it? Trudy. This was my worst fear. Who knows? Maybe the next one will be great, right? I'm going to show you a video of Trudeau. March 3rd, guys. I don't know. He's talking to people. He's at a daycare again. Hanging out at the daycares. <laughs> you just realized this. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is so dumb. He's our winner, eh? He's our winner. Yeah. Oh. Oh, God. So they ask him a question. This is Morris Rosenberg or something like that. He hires this Rosen. They hire him, okay? And this, I want you to hear how he answers this. Listen to the reporter's question. I guess this Rose, this Rosenberg is tied closely to Trudeau's family. Listen. Democracy is well protected and continues to function with integrity. Question. Yeah, just to follow up regarding Morris Rosenberg, why pick someone so closely tied to your family, your family's foundation? Would it not inspire more confidence outside of liberal circles to pick someone else? Uh, the choice of uh, the person to... Why didn't you pick somebody else? He's going to tell you why it was so good that they picked him. These are the reasons. Listen to the reasons look at this was based on uh, was done by uh, the professional public service themselves they wanted someone who had experience work experience working working for uh, multiple different uh, governments of different multiple different experience working in multiple difference multiple places partisan stripes uh, and a long career in the in the public service a long career guys a long career in the public service okay uh, and Mr. Rosenberg certainly qualifies for that, but he... He certainly qualifies for that, guys. Okay? He's completely qualified. Now, let's go over to where somebody asks him about the next RCMP commissioner. And I can't believe I'm talking about this again. Here we go again, right? Here we go. Hi there, my name is Sav Jones. I'm with APTN National News. Um, a First Nations leader has told APTN News that the next commissioner of the RCMP uh, should be an Indigenous person to address uh, systematic... The next RCMP commissioner should be Indigenous. Okay? I want you to hear it again. Um, a First Nations leader has told APTN News that the next commissioner of the RCMP uh, should be an Indigenous person to address uh, systematic racism in the... Systematic ra Did he just say... I just caught that. Did he say systematic racism? <laughs> Is there such a thing? Uh, systematic racism... I thought it was systemic. It's so made up. <laughs> we don't even know what we're saying anymore. What is it? Does anybody care? We all know it doesn't exist in the force what do you think of this uh, i think it's an excellent idea i think it's an excellent idea guys why why would that be an excellent idea first of all if an indigenous person became the rcmp commissioner and he deserved it perfect absolutely perfect but he 
But he's not going to do that. Listen to what he says. I think it's an excellent idea. I think it's, it's, it's an excellent idea. It's not good. It's not great. It's excellent. Why? Why are we focused on race? Why are we focused on skin color? This is driving me insane. You got a problem with my skin color. That's what he says to me. You got a problem with all the whites. You picked the best. Idiot. Seeing more and more indigenous uh, leadership throughout uh, systems and institutions across the country. Uh, we should absolutely look at uh, absolutely. more diversity. We should absolutely. More diversity. Do we not have enough diversity? Why do we have to look for more diversity? I'm going to tell you why. I I'm going to tell you why this is so incredibly stupid. I'm going to tell you why his comments are racist, discriminatory. So you look at bringing forward uh, indigenous voices uh, to lead those institutions. But just why do they have to lead those institutions? They're already involved. Putting an indigenous voice at the top. And we have a whole independent process going forward. And we will see who ends up being uh, the next chief of the uh, RCMP, the next commissioner of the RCMP. That's a, a process I'm not going to speak to now. But we will always uh, look to try always. and make sure uh, the full diversity of Canada and indigenous representation is part of our considerations. But we have to understand that it's not just about putting the right person at the top. It's not about putting the right person at the top, isn't it? That's the problem. That's exactly what it's about. If you want the RCMP to be better, if you want to have the best organization, you put the right person at the top. Every time, all the time. He made his cabinet 50% women. He wasn't picking the best. That's not picking the best. He picked Brenda Lucky, RCMP commissioner, and he, he came out and said, it's, it's a fact. I want the next commissioner to be a girl. He wasn't picking the best, and guess what he's going to do again? He's not going to pick the best. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why it's nearly impossible to pick the best if you're going to go by skin color. Not just about putting the right person at the top of an organization. You have to understand, guys, okay? You have to. This little kid is teaching you. This is so funny. Diversity, inclusion. Oh. ...that makes the systemic change necessary. Systemic change. There's a huge amount of work on structures within structures. Uh, our institutions, including the RCMP, to structures. ensure that the entire force, the entire system, the system. is uh, fully respectful of Indigenous people, respectful. We got to make sure that everybody, uh, the members, are fully respectful of indigenous people. Did he say that? Did he? Did he really say that? Force the entire system is uh, fully respectful of indigenous people. Oh my God! Because we're not right. Give me an example. He won't. Why wouldn't the reporter say, "Oh, they're not fully respectable of that community"? Can you give me an example? Because he can't. No reporter would ever ask that question. He's saying that members in the RCMP are not fully respectable to the indigenous community. We bend over backwards for that community. You have no idea the things that we have to be involved in with that 
community. We bow to them, to that community. What else can we do? See, this is the problem. There's not a problem, but he's created a problem. He came around and he said, there's racism in the RCMP and Brenda Lucky, who he hired, agreed with it and have ruined the RCMP by saying these words. He's got to go. He's got to go now. And it's so sad. It's so sad that I'm going to sit back and watch him pick the next commissioner. Pick a next commissioner who's a liberal, who believes in his values and his thoughts, which are screwed right up. He's totally mental. He's gone. He's gone. He's completely whacked out of his head. Force the entire system is... Uh, fully respectful of indigenous people, respectful of diversity, inclusive in everything it does. Respectful of diversity. We have had this shoved down our throats for how long now? And why do we have to be respectful of diversity? Why is that such a big deal? Huh? I don't even know what it means. It sounds so stupid. Doesn't it sound stupid? Like, aren't you tired of hearing this? Diversity? Shut up, man. Go away. I just can't believe he said that we're not fully respectable with uh, that community. It just blows my mind. All the work we've done with those communities. Inclusive in everything it does and responsive to the real needs on the ground. So Responsible to the real needs on the ground. What does that mean? He doesn't even know what he's talking about. Responsible to the needs on the ground. What the hell does that mean? We're not responsible to the needs on the ground? How so, idiot? So uh, I look forward to uh, doing uh, the important work of finding out who, of, of uh, uh, figuring out who would be the right leader uh, to be the next uh, commissioner of the RCMP. Not the best leader. The right leader. Yes. And guess what? Did you notice something here? Uh, he didn't mention anything about experience? He was talking about the other guy. Didn't say a word about experience. Didn't say anything about long career in the public service, meaning long career in policing. Doesn't say any of that. Doesn't say anything about being qualified. Just the right person. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And I'm going to tell you why this is so unfair. I'm going to show you something. This is who we're going to pick next. Let's take a look at this, guys. Do you want to know how many indignous people apply to the RCMP? Regular members, these are the applicants. Disabilities, indignous, members of visible minority, women. And this is how many people applied in 2020. And it's lower now, I guarantee you. Did you notice that there's no white people here? Why? Why wouldn't you include white people? Indignous. 4.6% out of all applicants apply to the RCMP. Why? Because they don't want to be a cop. But think about that number. Think about how few that is that are applying. 4.6 in one year apply. Do you think that, that 4.6 is actually getting in? It's probably a bit closer to zero that are getting in. The majority of members... They're the white man. It's like 65% of applicants, probably way more than that. These stats are screwed. But 65%, they're white.
They're the biggest pool. And he's going to toss that pool aside. He's going to be racist towards that pool. He's going to discriminate against the color of their skin. Now, wouldn't common sense tell you that the best commissioner would probably come from the white man? Because there's so many of them. I'm sorry, but there is. Women don't really want to be a police officer. And same with indigenous peoples. They don't. But you're just going to disregard? You're just going to throw that pool away? That's what he did. That's what he did when he hired Brenda Lucky. He said no. He said no to white males. He said no to everybody, except for women. Now, how is that right? Is that really how you... That's how Canada's run, guys. That's exactly how Canada... We are so weak. It's so goofy. It is so wrong. It's not right. This ain't right. How can that be right? And I got nothing against any race. I love all races. But... The ch- four point six percent applied in twenty twenty. When you apply, that doesn't mean you get in. When you apply, the chances are you aren't not going to get in. You're not going to become a cop. It's like saying it's honest to God. It's like saying you know what? I think it's an excellent idea that the next commissioner is a dwarf. That's what he's saying. Yeah, it'd be lovely. It'd be lovely if an indigenous person was the commissioner. If he deserves it. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? (laughs) He's going to pick an assistant commissioner right now that's indigenous. And then you go up there and you're like, oh, I'm so happy I got the job. Oh, good for you. You really deserved it. Going downtown again. And I was really hoping Pierre Poliev was going to hire the next commissioner. But of course, that's not going to happen because he outsed Brenda Lucky. He's so powerful, isn't he? He's so powerful. Why even stop that? Why isn't it an excellent idea to have a transgender person be the RCMP commissioner? Like, <clears throat> I don't know. Bye-bye, white people. Again, you're getting punished again. Well, you can't say that. Why? It's the truth. It's the truth. You know it's the truth. My God, who wants to be white? (laughs) Really? You really want to be white? The benefits? It's, It's a disadvantage to be white. Let's take some calls. I don't know why. It just really gets to me really gets to me you know what just fuck off really just fuck off and I wasn't going to swear I don't know if I did earlier but wow the world has gone crazy we shot down two UFOs we can't find the UFOs (laughs) Where are the UFOs? You know exactly where they landed. When a missile goes out of your jet and hits something, you know those coordinates. Can't find it. That's really weird. Hey, Clint, just wanted to give you a follow-up message on my uh, last message. Uh, 
just wanted to give you a little background on myself. Uh, basically, I'm um, 34 years old. Guys, don't fall asleep on this, okay? Uh, I told you a story, and uh, I'm in the best shape of my life. I run 10K a day, every day, seven days a week, lift weights, I train MMA, uh, and... You sound like The Rock. Honestly, yeah, I feel amazing, and... Uh, <laughs> Jesus, good for you. I just wanted to give you another... Uh, <clears throat> applause to your videos. Uh, the one about uh, best age to be a cop. Best age to be a cop. Uh, sometimes I feel a little down with my age. I'm 34. feel a little older. I've been trying to get on for a while now. Uh, but yeah, you saying that the best age is 35. I kind of do feel like that now, too. Did I say 35? Uh-oh. Yeah, okay, 35. Um, because uh, just overall maturity and life experience. Yeah. But yeah, honestly, I love that video. Gets me, uh, gets me motivated no matter what. So just want to say thank you for that one. Thanks, dude. And I, I do think the best age. I don't know. I had to pick an age, okay? I, I you know, I, I became a cop when I was in my twenties. It's not even becoming a cop. It's the best age to go to depot. And if I would would have went to depot in twenty one, I wouldn't have made it because I would have fought somebody. I would have got mad. Hey, Clint. D Rock calling back from <clears throat> Manitoba. D Rock. Uh, I'm gonna start off the record. Um. I, uh, okay, so I'll fast forward it. Uh, on to the record. Um, on to the record. One of the things uh, RCMP does offer is there's a few different PTSD uh, rehabilitation programs offered out there. BC has a few. Um, they're worth uh, checking out, and the provincial divisional health services can recommend uh, members and get them in. I've done that. It's a big help. Um, Good. One of the new Good terms, job. too, that they introduced, which is worth researching, um, in addition to the PTSD stuff, is moral injury. Kind of one of the new catchphrases, but kind of interesting stuff to learn about and how it affects. I don't like hearing about moral injury. It's PTSD. Thanks, you. Um, flipping over, um, you talk about paracaps a fair bit. Um, <clears throat> one thing I've found over my career smoothing it out, running that pair. A lot of guys you see are making these really sharp kind of basketball court type cuts as they're changing direction and going through. It's just, no, just smooth it out. Uh, I was in, in my late 40s at the time, still running, you know, 310, 315 pairs without training for. Late 40s, that means you're 49. What are you running? 310, 315 pairs without training for them. Nice. Um, but it's all, for me, it was all about just... Um, <laughs> Saving little energy saving tips like that. Just keep it smooth. Smooth. Um, not pushing too hard. Word up. Uh, and then you mentioned before, you know, the deal with being at home um, alone when your family's working at school and stuff. Or they're out on course. They abandoned me. Yeah, I'm alone. What's your tip? Um, here's the thing. I don't know if it works for you, but it's kind of cool for me. Um, find a small band cool or a cool band somewhere that's not that big and uh find out where they're playing some new city somewhere go for a three-day what visit get to sit in a small venue catch if i went for a 3d visit i'd be abandoning my family can't believe you just said that to me
three-day visit, get to sit in a small venue, catch a band. Damn uh, right. Damn right. That's what you do. It's an idea. But it, That's why I'm going back on stage. And you could go to a state with cheap tobacco and buy your kids some backwoods or cigarettes. <laughs> you gotta hear that. This guy really does watch my videos. Buy your kids some backwoods or cigarettes. That's a good investigator right there. Knew I was smoking backwoods. Um, hobbies. Um, I don't like hobbies. Oh, you where you live is the uh, single track dirt bike heaven. I don't know if you like dirt bikes or not. Damn tootin' rootin' I do. We had two quads. I'm buying another quad this spring. And you need a quad here. There's nothing better than a quad. I got two boats. I fish with one and I ski with the other. I don't know, but where you are, um, I'm jealous. And it's a sport that totally saves me mentally and physically. So ah. it's worth something. I don't know. Other than that, maybe you could just, I don't know, try professional wrestling. Yeah. Meantime, man, take care. Keep the videos coming. Okay. Catch you all later. Thanks, dude. I'm glad things are going well for you. And you know what, man? They are going well for you. I, I listened to the first part of your message. Good job. Let's listen to this one. Hey, Clint. Um, Hi. Not gonna. I'm just gonna remain anonymous. Uh, current serving member in K Division. We got a member in Alberta. Just uh, want to say I was listening to the podcast. Uh, the truth of being a cop that you released on Apple. I did. And yeah, it's awesome. Good oh, stuff. Keep it up. Thank you. Um, you said something that really resonated with me about what? dying on that hill. We hear that a lot. I'm not going to die on that hill. That's not a battle. Are you sure you want to pick this battle? Things like this. And Yeah, we do need to pick. You know what bosses love to say, guys? Well, that's not a hill I'm going to die on. They love to say that. I'm not going to die on that hill. You know what that means? It means they're pussies. It means they don't want to back you. They don't want to cause problems for themselves. If they stick up for you, they're causing problems for themselves. That's why they say, hey, well, I'm gonna do, that's not a battle. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to die on that hill. And this guy doesn't like it either. Battle, are you sure you want to pick this battle? Things like this. And yeah, we do need to pick those battles for, yeah. for positive change to be made. Just recently, um, I'm getting married. Um, why? would you do that to yourself this year uh you're not thinking okay you're not thinking uh and yeah so i'm getting married in august i don't want to give too much detail why august so hot in august and i put in for leave and it got denied of course and supervisor comments you know come we'll we'll, we'll discuss it oh don't you love that don't you love that you put in your leave, and the supervisor doesn't give you an answer. He just says, we'll discuss that. Isn't it? It's kind of goddamn important, isn't it? What's the discussion? Just give me the leave. We'll discuss it? Yes or no? See, that's the problem. That's the problem right there. Idiot supervisors. We'll discuss it. He's getting married. He's getting married in August. Dummy. There's there's no discussion. He gets the time off. 
What a twerp. And what's there to discuss? Yeah. I didn't ask for much off. I asked for, you know, I think I think it was 15 days in total. You didn't ask for 15 days. You asked for six days. A block and a half may be off. And it automatically gives you those, your regular days off. You asked for a few shifts off. Um, well, this is what I asked. See, this, this stuff gets me going. It brings me right back. It brings me right back. Four. And, yeah, it was just, it just really bothered me, man. Yeah, no kidding. So now I guess I got to. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Can't even get time off. The most important thing in the entire world is time off. I don't know why. Why do we even have this union or whatever the fuck it is? Federation or whatever. I don't know. Are they doing uh, anything? It's, it's just, yeah, I don't think it was unreasonable. And then I'm told, oh, well, in our detachment unit supplements, we um, can only give you a certain amount of hours. Here's the thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> When you go to a detachment, okay, the the boss comes out and goes, here's a book. It's the unit supplements. I don't even know what that means. Just a book of what they write in this book, okay? This is how we want the police station to be run. So you got to sit there and you got to read every page and you got to put your little initials. Okay, I read it. So that's what he's talking about. This police station has created supplements, a book. A book of rules that they have created. Now, what does it say in this book? Um, can only give you a certain amount of hours during the summer off. <laughs> so some dumb dick wrote, we can only give you a certain amount of hours off in the summertime. Why? Why? To save them hassle. They get their summers off. All the inspectors, sergeants, and staff sergeants... They get their summers off, but they punish the constable. Unbelievable. It really is. And they, they wrote it in there to save money to, so they don't have to call somebody in for overtime. To make them look good, to make them look better, to make their job easier. But what you guys don't know is it punishes the constable. It punishes the member. With their dumb ideas. It's not right. It's not right. Um, can only give you a certain amount of hours during the summer. Off. I mean, you only a certain amount of hours off in the summertime. That's when you want time off is the summertime. You guys are shooting yourself in the foot. And people ask, nobody's, nobody's applying, guys. It's no wonder. Just for staffing and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm like, so what? Yeah, so what? Is is the are the unit supplements the Bible? Is that yeah. about the, the Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is the unit sup no it's not. It's not the Bible. Some dumb dick had some stupid idea and wrote it in there. Just to screw you. About the the RCB claims to give a shit about your physical wellness, your mental wellness, etc. But what they should really say is we care about your wellness asterisks in small writing at the very bottom if it's convenient for us. 
well, life isn't convenient, our job isn't convenient, and I'm just getting a little tired of it, you know? Uh, I've only got, like, six years in, but anyway, it really resonated with me, what you said there, so good job. Um, I'll keep listening, long-time listener, will keep listening for however long you do this, until YouTube or Google shuts you down completely. <laughs> which I thought was uh, funny. I, I clicked the bell icon on YouTube, so now I get, like, physical notifications on my phone that you uploaded a video or something. Thank you. So that way you're not shadow banned, for, for me anyway. Mm. If I didn't do that, I'm sure it wouldn't come up. No. Anyway, keep it up. Thanks, guys. Guys? <laughs> Thanks, man. That was a good call. And you know what? Click the notification bell, whatever you do. Okay, just do it. You say you only got six years. That's a lifetime. Six years is a lifetime. Don't become bitter. Calm it down right now. Because that's when you start getting really bitter. And figure out this BS leave. You'll get it. You'll get it. There's always ways to get things. You get it. But the sick part is you got to fight for it. Yeah, don't be bitter. Gross. It just doesn't stop, you know? <clears throat> am I, I going to do more? Let's do this one. Oh, let's do this one right here. No, let's do... How about this one? Hi, Clinton. My name is David. I'm a big fan of your videos. Uh, over the last year, I decided I wanted to make a change and pursue a more exciting career, more engaging career. I came across some videos of Depo on YouTube and what a career in the RCMP can be like. Uh, to make a long story short, it's my dream to join. I'm preparing to send my application this March in a couple of weeks. Uh, the big concern I have, and it's what I want to ask you about, uh, is that I'm a smoker. I'm 24, and I've been stupidly smoking for the last four years. I'm really, really trying to kick this right now so that I can uh, in, be in the best shape possible. Um, but it's really affected my cardio. Uh, otherwise, I'm in great health. So I'm very strong. I do uh, weight training uh, five days a week. Um, but when I start... You got no stamina. I do cardio at the gym lately. I can't jog for more than eight minutes without needing a break. Um, I just wanted to know mm. what you think, you know, because I've seen videos in depot of uh, them doing like long 8K runs in full gear, and there's a lot of suicides and a lot of running, and I just wanted to know if you think that I'll, if you think I'll struggle in depot or if I'll uh, get failed at depot because I have bad cardio, or if uh, I'll just get rejected outright when I apply because of the fact that I, I smoked. Um, you know, I, I think all otherwise. From what I see, I, I really think I'd be a strong candidate and be able to pass all the other tests and even their pair tests. I've seen videos of what that looks like, and I really believe I'd be able to handle the pair test even today if I had to do it. Uh, but for the day-to-day, -day, it seems like there's a lot of cardio needed. Um, is it something that you think I'd have? It would be a big issue for me if I if I were to join in my current condition. I mean, obviously, I, I think I have about a year's time to prepare for it. But uh, yeah, I just want to know what you think if, if that's going to be a big issue for me or not if it's going to put me at a really big disadvantage um and the only other thing i want to ask you about is uh, smoking weed is that uh, uh would you know how that works do do they drug test you for that still since it's legal and you're applying uh how what do you know about pot and uh and 
being a member of the RCMP. Anyway, sorry for the long message. That's Thank fine. you so much. Uh, I really like watching your videos, and I I hope to see uh, see, see your response on the on my video. You on bet. your video, thanks. You Bye. bet, dude. And you know it was a good call. Weed? No, they don't drug test you. You're you're fine to do weed. Okay. They just want to know how many times you did it illegally when it was illegal. Um, God, so many goddamn questions. Are they going to reject you if you if you're a smoker? No, they're not. They're not even going to know. You're not going to go. I smoke cigarettes. You're not going to tell them. Um, can you do depot while smoking? I smoke like a chimney during depot, and I did a three minute pair. Um, obviously, you quit smoking cigarettes if you if if you you're you're you can't you can't uh, you're you're jogging for ten minutes <laughs> and you need a break. Okay. Have you ever thought that maybe you're jogging too fast? Because I've seen these people jog at depot, okay? I've seen fat people, overweight people jog at depot, and they jog slowly. Cut your jogging in half. Start jogging. Grab a track, man, outside. And jog half the speed that you're going. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. Heel to toe while you run and concentrate on those two things. Don't think of anything else. And I promise you, you're going to triple your, triple your time. Stop going so fast. Eight kilometer run in full gear. That's a new one. I've never heard of that one. I don't even think, I don't even think that's, I call bullshit on that one. I don't think that's true. Um, will you fail? No, no, you won't. You won't. You're good. But you got a year, so well, no, you you might have six or seven months. Don't say a year. Might be six or seven months. And good luck to you. Keep in touch. And I know what you mean by cigarettes; they're so goddamn good, right? But you know how you quit smoking. I know you don't want to. Obviously, you don't want to. It means more to you than anything, and I get that. I get it. I totally get that. I have to buy them for my kids. That was dumb. But they love smoking. They're addicted like you wouldn't believe. Chewing gum. That's how you quit smoking. Nicorette. Grab a glass of water and a Nicorette and wash down the gross stuff that that sticks right here. Right when it sticks there and it's burning, take a sip of water. Because that burn doesn't make you want to suck on a cigarette. That's how you quit. Hey, Quentin, I can't, I don't want to receive my name, but uh, I am Benjamin. in the process of, process of uh, the RCMP. Good for you. And it's been going great. It's been really, really fast. Like we were talking two, three days between uh, steps before they uh, call me back. Yeah. Um, I just did my RMAC. Yeah. I was complete. That's the questionnaire, I think, guys. The RMAC is the questionnaire where they, they want to know if you have had sex with an animal. Or penetrated one, I can't remember. Be honest, but there was actually one thing. Hold on. I just did my RMAC. Yeah. I was completely honest. Okay. But there was actually one thing that um, the investigator asked. He said, "Do you?" This is what this guy's talking about. This is what happens. You fill out that questionnaire. The questionnaire goes to the recruiter. It goes to somebody, some, some, some guy, some girl, and they review the questions, and then they call you on the phone. And they go over it with you. 
actually one thing that um, the investigator asked. He said, do you speed uh, vehicle-wise? I said, yes. And he's like, do you still speed? And I said, yes. Oh, my God, man. Stop speeding. Like, just stop speeding. And he asked me if I, um, if I still use my phone while driving. No. And I said, yes. Oh, my God. Why would you say that? <laughs> and um, he then told me... Uh, it's so dumb. Who cares if you use your phone? Because cops are exempt from using their... When you become a cop, you use your phone. You talk on it. You text on it while you're driving. Okay, fair enough. Thank you for being honest. And he... Thank you for being honest. That's why they want you to be honest. <laughs> so they can defer you. Continued with my RMAC interview. So it didn't just stop there. It was about two and a half hours. Oh, um, God. We talked about past drug use. We talked about almost everything. Um, you know, and uh, I was just wondering, uh, could that... You're way too honest, dude. I mean, these are silly things. You know, and uh, I was just wondering, uh, could that be a grounds of deferral if I still speed, right? I don't have much tickets. I only got two tickets, um, but they're a couple of years ago. And he did talk to, talk to me about it, but uh, he didn't seem too serious on it. Um, yeah. I don't know what your grounds are for uh, deferral. And that's why you're calling me, because you don't know. You're thinking that it might actually have been it, maybe it is that you're, yeah, I'm, I'm driving, you're telling a cop, I'm driving down the road and I'm talking on the phone, I'm using my phone. Not something he wants to hear because you probably got a ticket for it. Use of electronic device. Just wondering if uh, it's actually a huge possibility for deferral because I still speed and use my phone while driving and texting, you know what I mean? Well, God, stop doing it. That might be it. I mean, if I call somebody up during that questionnaire and I'm like, do you still speed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when? Well, I don't know, every day. And when you're doing that, are you using your phone? Well, of course. Of course. Somebody texted me. I got to use my phone. I have to call my mom. When my mom calls, I got to pick it up. Take your phone and put it in a glove box. Start using cruise control. Um, I told them I'm trying. Well, I want to stop. And um, Oh, I got to rewind that. And use my phone while driving it talked to talk to me about it but uh he didn't seem too serious on it um yeah just wondering if uh it's actually a huge possibility for deferral because i still speed and use my phone while driving and texting you know what i mean um i told him i'm trying well i want to stop you want to stop but you can't and um yeah soon enough i'll uh Hopefully, hopefully we'll see what happens. But uh, I am in the IMAX stage. Also, depression. Oh, jeez, sh shit. Sorry, dude. I thought you failed it. You're still on that stage. I can't. You got to call me back. I want to know. I want to know how you made out. Um, if I'm depressed, if I was depressed, sorry, would I be able to still become a police officer? And there was self-harm. But that resulted in me uh, creating a mental health nonprofit organization that helped people with depression, and if I could save a life, then that's great. And I even explained the, the mental health the organization that I created to the investigator, but when it hits the psych stage, do you think they would defer me because I did self-harm when I was a kid? 
like a dumbass that I was, but um, I regret it, and for sure I'm going to explain that to them. Any input would be great. Thanks so much. You should never be p- be punished for being depressed at some time in your life, and that might make you a better cop. And never stop trying to become a cop, okay, even if you get deferred here. Uh, you sound like a cop. You sound like a, a, a kid that could become a cop. You just, I mean, you probably don't, what you forgot to say is, you probably don't, you don't suffer depression anymore. Uh, self-harm, oh well. You know, it's out of my league. Can't answer it for you. I'm not a doctor. But how are you now? Right? If you're great now, then what's the problem? They shouldn't discriminate against that. And just stop speeding. And I'm sorry, you threw me off with that last part. I forgot that you, you, you mentioned that. And you, I forget what, how old did you say you were? It doesn't matter how old you are. You, you, you sound young. So just keep on trying. Keep on trying. If you really want it, keep on trying. Yeah. God. That kind of got me there a little bit. Thanks, guy. I gotta, I gotta end this. Need a little cool, cook some dinner for the Rugrats, and uh, yeah. Hey, love ya, and bye bye. What's that?